I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. HD you are listening to a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Welcome to Mint Views. What we have today for discussion is a proposal by Home Minister Amit Shah to create a new multi-purpose ID card for the country. The idea, as the government says, is to target subsidies and other benefits at beneficiaries more accurately and, of course, serve people's needs. Uh, but wait a second, there already exists something called the Aadhaar card, which aims to do exactly the same thing. So do we need another card? So that's one question. The census of 2021, the government has said, will go digital. They propose to create something called the National Population Register, which will have details taken from this particular new card called the multi-purpose card, which we assume will be issued only to citizens. So that might be the difference between Aadhaar and this new card. Do we risk putting this country's citizens at a privacy sort of uh, risk of a breach of privacy? That's a big question that we're here to debate today. So uh, do you have a view on this, uh, Srija? Um, interestingly, the idea for multi-purpose uh, card was long envisaged way back in 1999, you know, by the Cargill mm -hmm. Review Committee during the Indo-Pak War. The main consideration was to preserve the national security of the country and to prevent any form of infiltration. And now when you mention the point about security, so I'm instantly reminded of the irony which this creation of new multi-purpose ID card will be because in a sense, as a common citizen will understand if we link all the databases and merge all the databases or have a single repository of information that automatically leads you uh, to consider that my privacy is at stake. So this is, these are the two you know, different sides yeah. of the coin. There which, could be a problem there. Is privacy at stake here? No, I don't think so. I think that is a very shallow <laughs> argument. You see, it's very important for our policymakers to have policies that are well targeted whose benefits are able to reach the segment that they are actually looking to pass them on to. Don't you remember the Rajiv Gandhi, Rajiv, the example Rajiv Gandhi had given that from center you send one rupee and only 10 paisa or 20 paisa reaches 25 paisa, the real yeah. beneficiary. Or 15 was it, yeah. Yeah, so the point being that there are a lot of places where pilferage is happening, there are a lot of unintended beneficiaries, the policies are not benefiting the segments that the government actually intends to. Once they can collate all this information, and uh, you know, uh, identify all these leakages, remove them. Then it would be uh, a great. It would bring about a great improvement in the way our policies are implemented. But, but we heard all of this during the Aadhaar debate. So what's different? The difference here is citizenship. Do we need to sort things out by citizenship? That is a question. You what see, you, you see, Arish, uh, we have come a long way since Rajiv Gandhi's uh, era, right? Uh, we have made extensive use of technology to filter out. Uh, what we call uh, f pilferage of subsidies. True, true. 
true. That is done. Aadhaar solved that problem, did it not? Correct. So it did. It this? did. It did. And also, correct. So this, I would, I would reckon, is an attempt by the state to arrogate to itself uh, sweeping powers over uh, the citizens. No, keeping the illegality apart, but the broader objective, I'll try to give you an example and explain why this is important. For instance, you talk about having policies or, you know, many parties say that there are segments of society, lower caste segments, which are not gaining from the economic growth that the country is witnessing. So how do you provide the benefits to them? That can very easily be done, can it not, by simply having all that information True. separately, by linking every single exactly. database in this country, including census. Uh, with to have a consolidated database, if a single leak occurs, would it not just cause enormous damage? The country doesn't even have a, a data protection regime. The fact that the country can't even come to a consensus about formulating a data protection policy tells you that data breach or you know security concerns remain very high in a country like India. The risks also need to be borne in mind before we go ahead with a mega project like this. Information needs to be kept close, needs to be protected, and we simply cannot afford to let information like this fall into the wrong hands. Thank you. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.